0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Shramcast. I'm Devin Shram, and I have a guest with me tonight. His name is Kyle Fentress,
1: aka Capital. Sup. <laughs> Alright, so what do you want to talk about, Kyle? Uh let's talk about your project and how it's been going on. From uh what I understand, it's four songs. It is, and it's called Moving Forward.
0: Um It is four songs long. We have uh Now or Never featuring young Broly. Um the Way I Feel, which is a solo song, uh, Boomerang, which is a beatbox loop-based song, and uh, The Power, which features, features. well, you know, we're, we're all mutual friends, but features Sexy Slim and uh, one of his friends, Matthew Jacob.
1: Oh, uh, Matthew Jacob, he did, uh, what's it called, with Nick, one where we sampled a rock song. What's the, what did they name it? It doesn't um, have a chorus, so I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um,
0: it's called, uh, What Happens Next, right?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. That, oh, oh, don't bite, cat. <laughs> but, uh, what made you want to do a, a full-blown hip-hop record?
0: Well, you know, partially inspired by you and, you know, kind of you getting me into theory. I figured I would kind of, you know, try my hand at writing some songs since we had our collaboration uphill battle together and uh it it got it got mixed reception but uh you know, I I thought that it was a great start for doing some hip hop songwriting. So I figured I'd do more with that and uh practicing and everything. Yeah. Um and uh I think you know just writing about some of my inner feelings and uh moving forward from some of my past shortcomings was a really nice route to go down and kind of you know just rapping about them this um, podcast
1: might be a little longer than usual to say that for the audience oh it's
0: it it's all good like i mean that's perfectly fine i love i love talking with 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 you and it's pleasure to have you on tonight um thanks no problem dude. Um but yeah, kind of that that's kind of what this EP is like. Um
1: Yeah, it's I you you can be pretty introspective with rap. You you have a lot more room to say what's on your mind and typical singing you hold out notes and it takes up measures and time so you get the, you you say less. Totally. But with rap, you have to hit every syllable on the right beat and you have to, to fill the verse, the whole 16 bar verses if you're doing a typical rap song structure, which is different from a typical pop song structure too, which I believe is like eight bar verse, eight bar chorus, another eight bar verse, chorus, bridge chorus, Um, which I hardly ever use that actual setup. I usually do three 16 bars, which is a lot <laughs> of uh of writing. Which is why it takes me so long to actually finish songs, but I mean, you do an amazing job though Thanks. so <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I'm happy people actually like my music you're that good i
0: mean i am surprised that you know for you know as much as you've done, you haven't gotten you know a whole a whole lot of recognition, and you know I'm hoping I- to get there
1: too soon i'm i'm uh, I'm getting a, more than I ever thought I would. <laughs> Uh, recently my Black Friday cypher Hit over a thousand listens And that was crazy had no I enjoyed clue that, that was one gonna, I got fifth place man I, I liked yeah. I, I, I was surprised I placed it all I, They uh, had a bunch of runner ups Tied after they picked the top three They had like four people And I was one of the four people chosen as a runner up And then everyone voted uh, And Conscience A rapper named Conscience also from Texas Believe it or not got cool. got fourth and then I got the second most amount of votes for the runners up I don't remember who the other two were though um because they had strange names that I, there's no way I can remember conscience I can remember uh, anyway uh how did you uh go from making instrumental music to singing to to hip hop?
0: It's it's actually a really strange process. Um when I was doing my album Breaking the Barriers, I, I found out that my singing voice had actually gotten decent. Um
1: You're you're getting better at finding notes and stuff.
0: Well, thank you, because like you know, in twenty eleven or, <laughs> or you know, like when I was a little kid in general, like I sounded like I like, you know, I would croak every time I tried to get out a good note and I'd like be banging my head on a wall to get a good note out of my, my larynx.
1: Sometimes if it's too high or low, usually you can like lower the key, uh, same music, just lower the key mm-hmm. or raise the key. So it's more in your range, which is a trick we used a lot when making, uh, whenever I was Well, I'm not going to give any details cause it's on my, my project I'm working on right now and I don't want to let too much. Yeah, it's all good, slit. dude. But I almost just stream of conscious, let it slip. Any questions for me? Um, well, I'd like to hear
0: um, what originally got you into music in general.
1: Uh, well, just sort of started one day. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, in terms of actually making music, I just found FL Studios online. Actually, there's uh, because of an epic rap battle of history, they mentioned Fruity Loops. Mm. Looked it up, and uh, they had re- just let out FL Studios 12, and that's when they named it FL Studios instead of Fruity Loops. Right. Uh, and I'm lucky I caught it right then, because apparently people got used to the old layout and setup uh, before FL 12. And they got pretty, like, offset because they didn't know how to react and I got right in with the new redesign and I got used to that. Like when I look at FL Studio 6, 7, 8 or 9, it was like that's how it looks. <laughs> it looks so like blocky. Everything looks so much smoother now. By the way, FL Studios is a digital audio workstation. It's it's basically where you you put all of the pieces of your song together after you write them. It's pretty nice too. FL Oh yeah. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I let a lot of people use it. Not, like, sign into my account. They come through in my room, uh, and we just mess around in FL. Whether it be Alyssa and something new, her album, which is... Christ, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Oh, no, uh, (laughs) yeah, um... I'm, I'm losing my train of thought.
0: Yeah, our friend Alyssa Hale, uh... Made a really nice, uh, EP called Something New earlier this year. Um, you guys should go check it out. It's, it's really good.
1: It, thanks. <laughs> on, on, on my... He view, produced it. Yeah, I made, I made the, uh, the music and everything and mixed it. Uh, which was a really weird process. Any questions about, like, the actual record itself? Uh, I would love to hear... How it
0: came about well I, I know I know you guys were working on it for some time, or you know Six kind months. of
1: the the blueprinting, yeah, yeah, uh, how we started making the songs together is basically uh we were at this theater convention, the thespians festival mm-hmm. uh it was on our way back four hour drive from grapevine, oh wow and I, I was I was letting her listen to some of my my music and stuff in a uh She's like, that's cool, I wish I could do stuff like that And I was like, you can <laughs> We can make an album And she was like, you're serious? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it And so we uh, just sort of started The first song we made off of that record was Let Go Well, the first song that made it to the public There was a song before that we made the same day called Alone That never never is going to get a public release Because it just doesn't fit with the image she wants to build for herself I understand how did you decide when breaking the barriers was done? Well,
0: really I didn't I didn't really know how to do a lot of like uh mixing and stuff at the time. So like uh really honestly I really kind of wish I'd spent more time on it and you know elaborate on some of the music a little better cuz you know it's it's honestly I think I could have done more with certain sounds on it but um like, I just, I really just, you know, kind of let it be when I thought it sounded decent. But, you know, like I said, I wish, I wish I'd wish i done more with it. But, I mean, I think it's okay and, you know, something to learn from in
1: general. I, uh, I like that mentality, the growth mentality. And you take criticism really well. Some people, when I give them constructive criticism, they just, like, whatever, hater, or something like that. And I'm like, well, yeah. constructive criticism is just saying what you can improve on. I love it when I get constructive criticism so I can make the song as best as I possibly can when working on on music. Uh and I I heard you say something about uh, Pride Lander earlier. Uh I haven't listened to that. What's that album like?
0: That was my very first record uh which I finished right after I graduated from high school. Um and uh it was it was uh nearly all piano too, and uh there were a couple of like garage band demos on there um I think uh, elemental power of darkness was one of them um and uh what was the other one called uh walk away was the other one mm-hmm. um but you know same with barriers, I think you know I should have spent more time you know with the overall sound and Done more with certain things, but you know, definitely in the same manner. I I am learning from
1: it. That's why I've, I've taken so long to actually release a solo project because I keep thinking, I know when I put it out, I'm gonna end up listening to it later and being like, I shouldn't have shouldn't have done this part of this <laughs> song or whatever, and now I can't take it back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I I. I chisel it, chisel it, chisel it. Any part I'm even the slightest bit dissatisfied with, I'll I'll change it. Even if it's just one lyric or a couplet or a melody I want to take out or a melody I hear in my head I want to put in. uh, Which is what I did with uh, Change for Chains which isn't released yet, but you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I I did a peer review on it, but I'm not going to say too much. But, um... Yeah, that's probably gonna be the uh, lead single. Did you do lead singles for your project? Um, yeah. Um,
0: uh, for uh for Pride Lander, it was This Way, um, which is one of my least favorite songs to have ever worked on. Um, and for Barriers, it was Gone, which was supposed to be you know part of that canceled uh, Belleville project. I yeah, think. it's a
1: shame that it, that didn't work out either. The Belleville project. Uh. I remember we were just packed in here for the first writing session (laughs) like there was me and Alyssa and Nick and Mikey and uh, a a handful of other musicians around here uh and we all wrote a like song together and the song wasn't very good (laughs) because I was behind the helm and at the time I, I I didn't know how to navigate FL Studios as well as I do now, and I didn't know as much about the production and technical side of stuff as I do now, so it's just sort of wonky, uh, it sounds muddy and distorted, the bass is messed up, everything is messed up, the vocal mixing was bad, and after that we just couldn't link up to, uh, to do another writing session here, uh, so me and Mikey just wrote a, a play, a musical, <laughs> Which is weird for a rapper to do, but it's fun. I bet it is. Lin-Manuel Miranda's an awesome dude. He He is. Rap musical. He made two rap musicals, *In the Heights* and *Hamilton*, which are which are two of my favorite just pieces of art in general. Uh, Especially *Hamilton*. That one blew my mind. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a weird venture to go out into doing, but it was fun nonetheless and we actually got to perform it at the end of the school year yeah um at uh at right that was a, a different thing oh this okay. one we actually we directed it and we we were playing characters in it too nice uh main characters because they are the ones with the most lines and we know the show better than because <laughs> you know we wrote it yeah naturally I heard you, or, or saw you mention a few times on social media, you wanted to write a Weezer musical?
0: Yeah, um, I was going to call it something like uh, like Only in Dreams, which is, you know, after after uh, one of their best songs, and which I think is Rivers' masterpiece, Rivers Cuomo's masterpiece. Um, but yeah, I would love to do something like that, you know, obviously when, you know... I have, like, you know, the total skill set for doing something like that. But I think it'd be pretty cool because, you know, I take a lot of influence from Rivers Cuomo and the band in general. I, I think, you know,
1: I could, you know, even play him in, in in a production. That'd be neat. It's just hard to get an off-Broadway production, a, a theater, to actually take it and put it on. Mm-hmm. And you usually don't even get paid... Whenever it is put on off Broadway, uh, at least that's what I've been told <laughs> <laughs> by a lot, like Mr. Manzano, the theater teacher. I love him. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a cool dude. He helped us out a lot, uh, me and Mikey. But yeah, that's essentially it for that topic. I could think of anything else you want to like talk about.
0: Well, um, I did want to mention, you know on breaking the barriers that, you know, I did, like, uh, out of the whole project, I, I do still, you know, highly look up to our, our first collaboration called New Explorations, which, you know, I think, you know, is one of, uh, one of the, the highlights and I think that's also something that both of us could learn
1: from was it the only song with vocals on it
0: yeah, uh, that and uh, long time sunshine which oh, is a Weezer that's, cover
1: that's right I forgot about that um cause I had listened to it for some reason I only remembered there being one song with vocals on it but uh yeah
0: even I'm gonna admit that for the most part it's somewhat forgettable but uh you know. well I wouldn't say that <laughs>
1: Uh, you, It's just that the the record was so big It had 17 songs on it Uh, 15 15, 15. Did you have a release we of um, bonus tracks? Or am uh, I just Having fake memories Because that happens sometimes
0: I don't think I did a, a deluxe edition But you know, sometimes I wish that I could have and maybe you know, Even I could do like a remastered edition And you, could. you know, like re, rework it even And spend some more time on the music I was
1: thinking about re- remastering "Feel Alive" and putting it on the uh, album, but mm. I'm not—I'm not 100% on on that. It's one of my favorite songs from you. <laughs> Thanks, but I, I like it as it is, standalone. Yeah, totally. Because the the tone contradicts the rest of the songs, which are little more like it's—it's it's very somber in sound, inspirational in lyrics, but somber. For the first time, I feel alive. <laughs> I love it. Um, what is your favorite song by Nick? Um, gosh, um, I'm
0: gonna have to call it a tie between, uh, between What Happens Next and Look What You Got Into. Those are both pretty good.
1: Uh, What Happens Next was a, a song that we had actually used a sample for. Uh, and I put percussion in eight oh eights underneath the sample.
0: I love the that that guitar
1: sample. Where's it from? Uh, Did you know? It's a a Blue October song. I oh, think. cool. I think I'm not a hundred percent on that. It, Nick, so- it
0: sounds like something they do.
1: Nick sent me a link to to one of their songs, and asked if I could sample it. The problem was it was in in three four, hmm. and I wanted it in four four, so it was really hard. So the first actual intro bits in like three four. Waltz Time.
0: It's, it's pretty cool, though, and, you know, like you said, that does sound like something Blue October would do. I like some of their songs, and, you know, you probably know that they're a band from Houston. Yeah. They're pretty
1: good. I haven't listened to too much of their stuff. Uh, I've been too busy listening to a lot of hip-hop. Oh, I understand. That, that's, that's my that's my main squeeze. I, I love hip-hop. Same here, man. To To, to my very core. Um... Yeah, my favorite song is Juicy by Biggie Smalls, actually. it's a good one. I have a hat with Biggie Smalls on it right here. <laughs> yeah. nice! It's super sick. I got it when I was, like, 12, and I still, still rock this thing. It's got the weird trucker mesh at the back, though. <laughs> I don't know why that is. But, yeah. It's nice. You ever listen to too much of Biggie stuff?
0: Some of it, yeah, um... I, I, I do think that, you know, he's definitely a, you know, one of the
1: poets. He has a great flow and voice is the totally. main thing everyone remembers from him, I think. Uh, is his unique voice. Like, he could say things that sound good in his voice that would not sound good in anyone else's voice. Uh, it was Zola Dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. You see, it just doesn't sound, sound great. But whenever he does it, it sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> totally, man. Um, I have to say that uh, two of my favorite rappers,
1: um, Eminem and Tupac. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are both of those those people are are amazing. Uh, I I couldn't pick a favorite between those two if I tried. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I can say that for tons of rappers, I can't pick a favorite. Big they, Pun, Inspector so Deck, RZA, Naz, mm, Nas, yeah, Nas, Nas, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nas. original Nas, not Little Nas. X. Yeah. Although I think he's hilarious, uh, I, intentional <laughs> or not. And I, I like the beat to that one song he's really really big for, Old Town Road. Yeah. I like um, the beat, uh, and I think what he's saying is funny.
0: Yeah, um... He Uh, seems like a cool guy in general. It almost feels like
1: a a troll song, though. Uh, But the fact... (laughs) (laughs) Gonna ride ride, ride, till I I can no more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um... Anyways, uh... Yeah, um, what were you saying about it?
1: Uh, I was just saying... I like the beat to that, and I, I think it's funny. Yeah. Uh... And I was really surprised with the Billy Ray Cyrus thing. Yeah, it works that, well. That, that I, I like that. Uh, I, I've sort of come to peace and, and with that. Uh-oh. Oops. Ah, telemarketer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, all so to- <laughs> that was a false alarm. <laughs> yeah, apologies. Um, it's all good, man i I do like that song though it's it's really nice, and you know like I said he seems like a a cool guy in general, and yeah, I appreciate like him for coming are,
1: out. His tweets are funny too, yeah, totally. his tweets are really <laughs> funny uh that's what like the main reason I follow him on Twitter because he's he's saying this this weird non sequitur almost type stuff <laughs> uh cracks me up. How many records do you have made? Because I, I currently have two under my belt in terms of production.
0: Gosh, well, um, you know, my prolificacy, well, I mean, we're both pretty prolific, but, like, you know, I go for more of the humanizing side of things, so I often release music, um, but, um, gosh, I'm gonna have to say that at least, like, you know, counting EPs and stuff, like, maybe five or six records at this point? Jesus. Yeah.
1: That's like, oh, there's this one person I may or may not have shown him to you before His name is Andrew Huang I love him, yeah He, he has, what was it, almost like 40 albums <laughs> Over the span of 10 years That's insane It's ridiculous he, he, Yeah, it, it's insane And not only that, the albums are good Yeah <laughs> It's pretty it's, solid a crazy thing So that's just talent where you could make so much music so fast and still put care into it and be able to, to make great tracks in, in very little time. There's even a, a video he has on YouTube where he, he wrote an entire song in 55 minutes. Wow. Uh, and it's acoustic, uh, a lot of live instruments and stuff. And uh, it ended up being a really, really nice song. Uh, and he still was, wasn't was too happy about it mm. at the end because he was just adding a lot of ear candy and he was like mm. downloading a <laughs> file to sample in the project and then he, his timer went off before they finished downloading. Uh, and like, That's amazing. Not only that, but he doesn't release most of his music, only does like Patreon or just one off some videos. Mm. Uh, and he like who knows how much he has stocked up. uh, on top of all the stuff that he ended up releasing, anyway. uh, Wow, I know it's <laughs> my favorite album from him is Lip Balm. Hmm. Uh, it's a 22-track album. Oh wow, a lot of the tracks are only. I want to check that one out. Yeah, Lip Balm has a lot of really unique, weird, like contemporary beats, which is my favorite type of beats. Is one you can't pin to a specific subgenre of rap, uh, in general. Cat bothering you? Nah. <laughs> you aren't allergic, are you?
0: No, uh, I don't have a whole lot of allergies, so it's all good. Um, but yeah, that is just simply amazing. About the most prolific, um, prolific non-Hip Hop artist I can think of off the top of my head is uh, Ryan Adams. He's a uh, kind of an alt-country singer.
1: I'll be right back. You can you can keep talking to the crowd if you want. All right, man. I got to use the restroom. Sorry.
0: All right, so we're going to have a little uh, intermission real quick. Um, Capital will be right back in just a minute. Thank you.
1: We could just do a quick outro if you want. Yeah, which would be um, preferred.
0: I I think that you know we've we've talked a lot about you know the sort of music that yeah. you know we like and you know the process of some of the stuff we've
1: done. So yeah, that that's pretty much all we <laughs> we need. All right, yeah, we could do an outro.
0: All right, I'm Devaney and Shram. I'm Kyle, AKA Capital. <laughs> this has been our segment of Shramcast.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you all found our conversation interesting.